continuity, and uh, you've kind of been able to keep your team pretty healthy. You can't have the same starting lineup without doing that. Yeah, we've been fortunate in that. You know, there's been a couple uh, angles here and there that have been tweaked and everything, but tape those things up, and we told the girls early in the season, you're not going to get a whole lot of sympathy if it's a tweak or something. Obviously, there's a difference between being injured and being hurt, and uh, fortunately, we haven't had any you know massive injuries as the season's been going. It's been things that the girls, they've, uh, they're, they're a tough group. They're resilient, and they know when something, you know, happens where they need to be taped up real quick it's right back into the action mitch bossard is the head coach here at cross county getting ready to take on amherst tonight with just those 10 girls suited up and a majority of them freshmen how have practices went you don't have a whole lot of kids that you can sub in and out when you want to do some scrimmaging we were actually just talking about this the other day how it is uh, in eight years it's the least amount of extra conditioning that we've ever done and the girls are kind of thankful for that because they know they're getting it in in practice you know everything you know when we're doing there could be small side stuff where we're going four on four or three on three but otherwise there's a lot of live opportunities where you're you're running five on five and uh, that's where they're getting their up and down the floor and getting themselves into game shape unfortunately helped us out uh, a lot this year and like i said the girls haven't minded the whole uh, lack of conditioning at the end of practice Cheyenne Anderson is uh, probably the junior that kind of leads this ball club. Uh, tell us why she is the one that has taken the reins here. She's a good player. You know, when we look back a couple of years ago, we were in a district final, and she's the only girl on this team that played in that game. Um, and, you know, it's one of the things where, as a freshman, she played in every game we had. She was our sixth man that year, and a lot of times she was on the court at the end of those games. Then as a sophomore, she transitioned into the starting point guard role. And this year, she just really solidified herself there as kind of that go-to player, averaging 14 points a game. Obviously, that's no small feat, but she's had a couple 30-point games. Uh, she's our, you know, she set a school record earlier this year, hitting the most two-point field goals in a game against BDS. And then uh, last week against uh, David City Aquinas, she had a 30-point game. And a lot of the stuff is just stuff that she uh, creates within the flow of our offense. We're, we're not calling everything as a, uh, you know, a set play to her or a special to get her the ball and to put it in the hoop. A lot of it's just... Within the flow of our motion offense, run, she's able to hit three-pointers. She can do a wonderful pull-up, and she can get herself to the hoop. And Obviously, uh, if you look at the stats, when she gets to the free-throw line, she's pretty good from there, too. What's the feeling around the school? Like you said, uh, since the consolidation, this cross-county has only been to state one time, and that was a generation ago back in 2006. There's some connections to this team from that team, but what's, what's the feeling? Do the freshmen even realize what's going on? Uh, you know, we had a game earlier this year. We played another young team, and I was talking about how the team we were about to play, uh, they'd been having a really good season, and I made the comment. I said, you know what, sometimes I think that they're just too dumb to realize they shouldn't have a good year, and one of our freshmen goes, kind of like us. <laughs> and I said, you know what, there's the truth to that. Um, these girls are just playing basketball right now, and you could look across you know, our hallways for both boys and girls sports. We've had a nice run of uh, good athletes coming through and some nice teams. You know, football team was state runner-up a couple years ago. Uh, boys basketball team was in a district final last year. Girls basketball team district final two years ago. Softball team went to state for the first time in school history this year. Volleyball team made a trip to state volleyball this year. So uh, these girls, they're, they're good athletes. It's not just that they're all phenomenal basketball players. They're good at every sport that they do, and that makes things uh, you know flow a little bit better. But it's always fun in the hallways when teams are winning and having success. Well, give us your scouting report on Amherst. Uh, it starts, obviously, with Hannah Herrick, but it seems like over the year they've been able to mold some of the other girls in there. Oh, absolutely. I think uh, Herrick is one of those, you know, once-in-a-generation players that when she graduates, I sure hope people of Amherst are appreciating, you know, watching her play right now because she's phenomenal. You turn the film on on her, and she's pulling up from the spike line and hitting shots, you know, with consistency. Um, she's a good ball handler. She finds a way to get to the hoop. Again, another good free-throw shooter. Uh, she's about 80% from the line there, but uh, she's got great court vision. She's somebody that's a next-level player for sure. Uh, does a good job getting teammates involved. And when you look to the teammates, 
all of their guards are willing to pull the trigger outside. So whether it's the Tesmer girl, uh, John, you know, they're, they're able to catch those passes that uh, that uh, Herrick's flinging around, get up good quality shots, and then you knock down some of those shots too. So when they start all hitting, that's when you're really in trouble. Uh, when you look at their inside game, they got a couple nice post players that are able to clean, uh, clean up the glass inside. They've got nice solid drop steps. They're able to seal girls off well inside. And then, uh, you know, on the defensive end of things, they're 2-3. They're active. They're moving. Uh, their bottoms are always looking to jump those skip passes, get some steals and some run outs. So we've talked a lot this week about, you know, ball security, making sure that we're making the smart pass. Don't be afraid to swing that ball around side to side a couple times, try to loosen the zone up, uh, make them come get it a little bit, and then maybe that opens up some post touches or some drives and some cuts along the way too. Well, it should be a good one. Of course, it's 8-9. That always uh, is intriguing when you just look at it on paper and should be an exciting ball game tonight, Mitch. Thanks for the time and uh, best of luck. Absolutely, Doug. Thanks for coming out. That's Mitch Bossard, head girls basketball coach at Cross County. We'll talk with Amherst Brandon Rohr right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Continuing on with the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show with a trip to the state tournament on the line. Amherst uh, is taking on Cross County. Coach Brandon Roar joining us here on the pregame. And I guess let's just start right there, Coach. Congratulations on getting to this point, the way this team has played uh, since that Hoops Classic against O'Neill St. Mary's and that brutal week that you had coming at the first of the year. The girls were in this district final last year and came up short. How does it feel, same, different, Going into this ball game, oh, I think it kind of, I think it kind of feels the same. I think we're we're excited. Um, I think the girls are really focused. Um, we've had a really, really strong week of practice, and so it's just that point where you're you're, you're trying to really just hammer out some little things and make sure um, we're really prepared and really know their their players and their tendencies well. But you try to not make it too big a deal at the same point. You know, I think last year we kind of, I, I learned a little bit. At least, of I think I did a I didn't do a very good job of getting us settled in early at Sutton, um, and we kind of got off to a, a poor start there. And I think we weren't ready for the environment, you know, how loud it was. So we made sure that we we have hand signals ready. It's going to be loud in there, and that also that we can really get after it. But I want the girls to be loose and confident too. Besides going over some hand signals, what else are you doing differently? Because it is another road game. Yeah, you you know, I mean, not not too much. I I think it's kind of weird having so much time to prep for one game. You know, I mean, that's something that we haven't really got to do since I think maybe the first week of Ravenna. You know, otherwise you we haven't had a lot of practice time in the second semester, but feels like usually we get one, maybe two days. So it's been kind of kind of feels like back to my college days where you get you know three or four days to really dive into somebody. So it's just a little more in depth, I think, than we usually do. Talking with Amherst girls coach Brandon Rohr. 
We heard from uh, Cross County Coach Mitch Bossert, of course, from uh, his Wood River ties. But what do you see in this Cross County team? Um, they're, they're really strong defensively. They, they do a really nice job of kind of playing pack line defense where they do a good job of keeping the, the ball handler in between their feet and they're in the gaps and they're ready to help and they, they do a good job of helping and then recovering. So they, they just really challenge you offensively and they, they don't give away a lot of easy baskets. So we've been talking a lot about just having to, to move the ball and move bodies and, and we're going to have to be a little more patient maybe than we have been in the past. Their go-to gal is Cheyenne Anderson. Of course, you've got Hannah Herrick, who's our reigning uh, athlete of the month. Here is—is is it similar? What would you? How would you compare the two players, both juniors? Yeah, no, I think they're very similar. They're both—they're both kids that you can tell have spent a lot of time in the gym, and and they really, really want to win. So, yeah, she shoots it really well. I was just watching the Milford game there. I think she hit five threes in the first half. Um, and she does so dynamic from the three-point line, and at the same time, she's got a really nice mid-range game and can get all the way to the rim. And, again, it's just as a kid who is very aggressive. You know, she takes the high percentage of their team shots. So just one of those kids you, you always got to know, especially in our zone, of, of where she at and where she's moving to. And you, you, you can't say, whoops, you, you got to take away shots completely from her. 11-1 and one in your last 12 games after a 7-5 and five start, and you've seen plenty of really good competition. What's different about your team here in the second half of the season, Brandon? Well, I, I just really like our experience. You know, I mean, we've had a lot of kids who have started for a long time and played a lot of, a lot of minutes this year and in the past, and this is our second um, district final game, and we've been in quite a few big games the last two years. And so I, I just think they're a group that has seen a lot and uh, doesn't – doesn't get rattled by much and um just just knows how to compete at a high level you know and i think anytime you have a group that does that they're gonna they're gonna give us a chance and so um we just really like where where we're at as far as just um being ready and and the iq level and thinking the game and uh, i think i think we got a good game plan and just excited to see them turn it loose all right coach we'll let you get back to work here and we'll talk with you after the game see if we can get the broncos to state Sounds good. Thank you so much. That's Brandon Rohr, head coach of your Amherst Lady Broncos. It's about tip time. We'll take a look at the starting lineups on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. And welcome back to Cross County High School and the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. It is time to take a look at the starting lineup for tonight's C28 Girls District Championship game. The Amherst Lady Broncos will be the visitors, and they'll go with number two, five foot four inch junior Josie Tesmer. She averages just under six points and two rebounds a game. Number five, five foot nine inch junior is Hannah Herrick. 19 points, five and a half rebounds a game. Number 11, 5'7", junior, is Grace John. She averages five points and one and a half rebounds a game. 
Number 21, five foot seven inch junior is Morgan Oreda. She averages just about six points and four rebounds a game. And number 32, five foot nine inch senior is Aaron Murphy. Five points and six rebounds a game. The leading rebounder on the team. But you've got Oreda, Tesmer, Murphy, and John all in that five to six points trying to uh, supplement the all-conference player in Hannah Herrick. For the Amherst Lady Broncos, they average just under 45 points per ball game. The head coach of the Broncos is Brandon Rohr, assisted by Misty Maddox and Sage Osborne. Amherst comes in with a record of 18-6. and They defeated Arcadia Loop City and Wood River in their C-2-9 sub-district tournament. Now the starting lineup for the Cougars of Cross County. It's number three, five foot six inch freshman Emma Dickey. Dickey averages just under ten points and four and a half rebounds a game. Number ten, five foot nine inch junior is Lily Peterson. Eight points, six rebounds a game. Number thirteen, five ten freshman Adrian Waller. She averages four and a half points and three and a half rebounds a game. Leading the way for the Cougars is number fourteen, the five eight junior Cheyenne Anderson. 14 points, 4 rebounds a game. And number 23, 5'8 sophomore, Lindy Kelly. Kelly comes in at 4 points and 2.5 and rebounds per ball game. Not a senior on the roster for the 21-4 Cross County Cougars. Coached by Mitch Bossert, assisted by Joanna Nielsen, Kip Allison, and J.C. Mentick. They come in, as we said, 21-4. and And in the sub-districts, able to come away with wins over Aquinas and Centennial. Centennial, by the way, the only team with a winning record that either of these schools played in the postseason. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank. In At Clint Elliott of Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Platte, Elliott, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for your, all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Platte, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For Amherst, Morgan O'Reilly, as you heard, is back in the starting lineup. She missed both of the sub-district games with an ankle injury, but Coach Brandon Rohr, as you heard in the interview, believes that she'll be fine and ready to go. For Cross County, they don't have any injuries to their nine-player roster, but Bryceland Larson is a sophomore. They lost to a knee injury at the beginning of the year and has not been able to play all year for the Cougars. And that's our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. In other basketball action, at the end of three quarters, Adam Central is leading Syracuse 47-32. McCool Junction on the Vibe 98-9 at last check was leading over Pleasanton by a score of 22-13. St. Cecilia and uh, Bancroft Rosalie will be getting underway momentarily as well. The Kearney girls are playing Bellevue East. Early on, East has a 10-6 lead, and that is in the first quarter. End of three in York. York leads Seward 40-36 in boys' action. After three quarters, the Ravenna girls leading South Platte by a score of 42-30. to 30. 
And those are a few of the scores from around the area. We also want to remind you, I talked with Nathan Dietz, the athletic director before the ball game for Amherst. He says they're pretty sure that it's going to be Hershey at Amherst boys on Monday night at 6.30 because Omaha Nation did lose today to Oakland Craig, which would put Oakland Craig the 16 seed and Hershey the 15 seed. So uh, it's all but official that it'll be Hershey at Amherst Monday night at 6.30. Here the winner moves on to state, and of course, if there are no upsets, they would be playing the number one seed in the Class C2 bracket, and that's always a tough draw as well. But both of these teams are looking to add to some success that they have had recently. Crofton is the number one seed in C2. Amherst has never won a game at the state tournament. So they're just trying to get there and do what the volleyball team has been doing the last couple of years. Of course, last year they fell to Sutton. We'll take a break and be back with more after this timeout. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! Well, we had such a great atmosphere last night at Amherst, and we have got a great atmosphere here at Cross County. Uh, The bands are outstanding tonight. We talked about the basketball teams and the dance. I mean, the Amherst band's here, and they're just killing it. And Cross County was awesome as well. They got a trumpet player that did the Spanish fight song that we've been hearing all over the place. It's just outstanding, and hopefully the game lives up to the atmosphere here tonight. This place is filling up. Amherst sideline is nearly packed, and it's a little more room on the Cross County side as we play pretty much in a box here at Cross County. It's beautiful, but it doesn't have windows at the end. Uh, I guess you could say it's not even quite like Amherst because the wrestling deck is not on the end. It's actually kind of where we're at. There is a huge weight room and wrestling deck here as well. We're ready for basketball. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid dealer. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. Well, Amherst averages 45, Cross County averages 46. We'll see how good that defense is for both teams tonight that Brandon Orr talked about. Hannah Herrick will jump center against Lily Peterson, and the C28 championship is underway in Cross County. We'll control 
the opening tip. They'll move from left to right as you view it along your radio dial. Amherst in that patented 2-3 zone will go from right to left as they dump it down low into Peterson. Turnaround jumper is up too strong. Offensive rebound, though, brought down right underneath the hoop. The putback is no good by Emma Dickey, and ripping the rebound out of there is going to be Aaron Murphy. Man-to-man defense is what Cross County is going to put up. Herrick brings the ball across the timeline. Kelly will play her. Off of the right wing to Tesmer. Up top, they'll go to Oreda. Morgan drives the right side of the key. A little runner from seven is too strong. Rebound Murphy back up, draws the foul. It won't go in. And she'll go to the foul line to shoot two. So Aaron Murphy with a rebound on both ends. Halftime, McCool Junction leading Pleasanton 37-20. The foul was on Emma Dickey. The free throw is good. So first point of the ball game tonight comes your way from Amherst. And the second free throw on the way. It hits the front of the iron. No good. The rebound comes down to Waller. Well, Amherst got the lead of the boys game last night and never trailed. The girls would sure love to have that happen right here. Back to that 2-3 zone. The basketball is Emma Dickey. Up top, they'll get it to Peterson. Peterson right side of the key. Back cut. Ball bounces off a knee of Amherst. It's going to be turned over by Cross County. Herrick will push the ball up the floor. She's all alone on the right wing. Tries to take the whole team on. Kicks it into the corner for a Tesmer three. And it is no good. Rebound brought down by the Cougars. Pushing it up is Dickey. Emma comes out to the right side for the first time. Anderson touches the basketball. Tesmer on here on the right wing. Reverse it over on the left wing into the hands of Kelly. She'll bring it up top. They're extending that 2-3 zone, bringing the guards way out top with Tesmer and John. Anderson in the left-hand corner. Not a lot of height for either team, but not bad either for the Cougars. They've got 5-10, 5-8, 5 as the ball's kicked. So the Cougars will throw it in again. We're just underway, 90 seconds in. Amherst with a Murphy free throw, leads it by a score of 1-0. Ball fake in the right corner. Peterson comes out to the wing. Has to give it off to Dickey. Very patient here for the Cougars. Driving into the zone. Kicking it into the corner. Three-pointer on the way. Kelly. It's no good. Rebound pulled down by Murphy again. She's got three in the early going. Quickly gets it to Herrick with the right hand. Bounces off the defender once, twice. Stops on the right wing. Kicks it out. Oreda for three. It barely got there. And the rebound will be grabbed by Lily Peterson. Good looks. Just haven't been able to knock anything down here. Early on, shaking off some of the nerves. Last year, of course, Sutton got out to such a quick start over Amherst. They were playing from behind for about the last 28 minutes of that 32-minute ball game. They're doing a good job keeping an eye on Anderson. Now she tries to drive in, falls down, kicks it out for a three-pointer. It's no good by Lily Peterson. The ball goes out of bounds off of Amherst. So both teams are 0 of 2 from three-point land early on in this district final. Adams Central leading Syracuse after 3, 47-33. The latest from Hastings. Lob in on the right wing. They get it to Kelly. And Lindy just decides to bring it up. Reverse it over to the backside. Dickey's open. She puts it up and draws the foul on Aaron Murphy. Dickey got position, and Aaron turned right into her. And we'll have a couple of free throws coming up for the freshman, Emma Dickey. I mean, this cross-county team, and you heard it a little bit from Coach Bossard in the pregame. Watch out. Watch out. As the free throw on the way, and it bounces over the front of the rim and in. And what I mean is, if they can just get numbers, they've got talent. They have got talent. It's just very, very young. Starting two freshmen in a district final. Second free throw off the front of the rim. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Oreda. And clears it out to Herrick. No pressure in the backcourt. 
for the Cougars. And again, when you only have nine kids and you don't play many, you just absolutely can't get in foul trouble, although they do play the man. Herrick has yet to get anything going offensively here, and we've played 245. Off the screen to Grace John, back to Tesmer, to the free throw line, and then looked like she was shooting it, but it was just taken away by Cheyenne Anderson. First turnover Amherst, outlet pass knocked away by Herrick, and out of bounds it goes. And into the ball game is going to be Peyton Cast. She and Murphy play about equal time if there's no foul trouble, and they sub in for each other. Cougars throw it into Anderson. She brings it to the free throw line. The jumper on the way, and it's good. Cheyenne Anderson with the first field goal of the basketball game. And Cross County leads it by a score of 3-1. to one. Herrick tries to answer, comes into the paint. They double her. They triple her. One of them falls down. Her shot from the right block from four feet is too strong. And the rebound brought down by Adrian Waller. Lob it underneath, and a foul. Herrick, as they got it down to Lily Peterson, Peterson beat him back. Herrick tried to block it, got her on the arm. Let's see if that's the call or if they give it to Cast. Well, they're going to give it to Cast, and everybody in Amherst Red's fine with that. Free throw is up and in by Lily Peterson. So Amherst is yet to score a bucket. Wash and Cole comes in, and so does Saren Prickett. 4.39 to go first quarter. Second free throw now on the way. Lily Peterson got it. And after that first point by Amherst, five in a row here for the Cougars of Cross County, and they lead it by a score of 5-1. to one. Top of the key with it, Prickett stops at the right elbow. They wanted a walk, didn't get it. I'm not sure it was. Back into the corner, Tesmer, and we got a foul on the exchange here, fighting off the screen. Our referee trio is out of the Columbus area, and the foul here is called on Lindy Kelly, her first, and each team now has two. Prickett will take it out on the baseline, but well in the corner. It's not right underneath the hoop. Looks for Herrick, lobs it into her about four feet away. Looks for a screen. Her defender falls down. Deep three on the way. Might have got a hand on it. It's an air ball, and then Lawson Cole tries to save it, and it goes off of her and out of bounds. So Grass County settling in here a little bit better. Again, Amherst, last time they were at the state tournament, Back-to-back appearances in 11 and 12. And had to play Guardian Angels both times. Inside pass picked off by Tesmer. Second turnover for the Cougars. Josie brings it all the way to the three-point arc. And then finds Hannah Herrick. Herrick working on Kelly into the paint. Two steps. Lays it up and in. Herrick finally was able to get some inside position there on Kelly. And the first field goal of the game took over four minutes for Amherst. But they're only down two. 5-3. Extending that zone out top. Kelly swings it over on the left side. Gets it right back and goes right side to Anderson. Trying to post up down there is Sidney Hengenfeld, who just checked into the ball game. Hengenfeld is another freshman. As the three-pointer from the outside is no good. Peyton Cass makes a nice play. Throws it off the Cougars and out of bounds. It'll be Amherst ball. So both teams are 0-3 from three-point land. Some free throws early on, allowing Cross County to get the lead here. They're three of four from the line. Amherst is one of two. Take a look at Cross County. We told you as a consolidation, they've only been here to state once. Now we got an illegal screen. This one would look like we are in innocent land. The illegal screen going to be called here on Peyton Cast, and she's got two fouls. Coach Rohr not going to the bench yet. 
We're getting back to that cross county. In 2006, they lost to Humphrey St. Francis in the state final. Pick and roll down low. Another foul as they got the ball into the hand of Heckenfeld. And when they get that ball in the paint, it's just a whole bunch of players in there. There's hardly any room to operate. And the foul is on Hannah Herrick. So to the line will be Hengenfeld. She puts it up and in. Amherst fans saw a lot of free throws last night. The boys were 30 of 33. Donovan Trumbull was 11 of 13. As we get some more subs that we'll tell you about here in a second. And the next free throw is on the way, and it's good. So Hengenfeld comes in and knocks it down. Back in the day, Stromsburg made it in 96, and then it was back in the early 80s. So not a whole lot of state tournament experience out of these schools. Here's Herrick pushing off, kicking it to the top of the circle. John off the screen, Lashen Cole gets it back to Herrick. Good defense as expected by Cross County, and now we're going to get a hand check foul called as Herrick turned the corner to take the baseline. It's going to be called on Lily Peterson, her first, and the team's third. In there now is Cast, John, Lashen, Cole, Herrick, and taking the ball out of bounds is Saren Prickett. She brings it out on the right wing to Grace John, dribbles into the baseline. And now we've got another foul away from the basketball. Looks like this one will be on Adrian Waller. Her first in the team's fourth. So they're trying to jam it in the paint, and there's just not a lot of room. Herrick will throw it in, gets it to cast, back to Herrick, off the screen, corner three, yeah. Three-pointer for Hannah Herrick, and that will give the definite help to the offense here for Amherst. They're still down by one, seven to six, but... Get Herrick going here a little bit. Two and a half to go in the first quarter. On the left wing with it for the Cougars is Dickey. In the left-hand corner. Shriveling it out of there is going to be Edie Peterson. She just getting into the game. Again, only nine players suited. Here's a left wing jumper on the way. No good by Peterson. Offensive rebound put back up. It's no good by Waller. Pick back up and another bucket up and in. Edie Peterson hanging in there, was able to get the offensive board and stick back from eight feet away, straight up 9-6, cross county. Herrick gives up the dribble, back cut, Lashen Cole, one more pass to Cast, and the layup is good. That's some good ball movement there by Amherst, and Peyton Cast with the layup, 9-8. Now we're starting to pick things up, a minute 40 to go here in the first quarter. Host of folks waiting to check in, including a trio of Amherst Broncos at the next dead ball. Peterson. Lily to Edie, a deep three, and it's good from Lily Peterson. And that is the first three of the ball game for Cross County to answer the Herrick three. And we come back to a 12-8 ball game. And that was a little more than just behind the line. Herrick drives the middle of the paint, puts it off the back iron, and good. Seven in a row now for Hannah Herrick. 12-10, up the floor into the right-hand corner. They'll get it to Dickey. Dickey looks for some room. Gets the cutter. Anderson, though, she tripped. And that might be the third on Cass before they could get her out of there. She came down the lane and didn't really run into the defender, but stepped on her foot. And that's the third foul on Peyton Cast here in the first quarter of play. It won't even be on the shot attempt. Elgin beating Maywood 
are leading them 34-31 after three. Here's a three, Edie Peterson off the back iron. It's no good. Rebound fought for, and Anderson just can't quite keep control of it. And out of bounds, it will go to Amherst. 58 seconds remaining here in the quarter. First quarter of play. 12-10, Cross County at home. Up top, Herrick reaching in. Ball knocked away. Anderson, it went out of bounds. It'll stay with Amherst. Again, you can tell the Cross County fans didn't like it. Ravenna is off the state as the number one seed. They beat South Platte tonight 54-35. to Centura leading Nebraska Christian 14-7. Midway through the first and a five-second count called here on Amherst. And they'll turn it over. So Cross County gets the ball like they thought they deserved just a moment ago. Paxton falls to O'Neill St. Mary's 75-42. McCool Junction was leading Pleasanton, as we told you, 37-20 at the half. That's on the vibe. Down to the final 30 seconds of the first quarter, and Amherst turns it. Gets the steal, excuse me. Tesmer, two on three. She'll put the runner up from eight. It won't go. Rebound tipped into the hands of Waller. Her fourth rebound. And now Cross County to play for the last shot, which would guarantee them the first quarter lead. Shelton leading Medicine Valley 11-7 after one. Here's Anderson with it. Dribbles to the right side, dumps it into the corner. Three-pointer on the way, and it is no good by Edie Peterson. And the rebound brought down by Grace John. And we are at the end of the first quarter of play. This is the C2A Girls District Championship game. It is Cross County 12 and Amherst 10 on ESPN Tri-Cities. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. And Doug Duda back with you here. Big thank you to Jimmy Flex and the crew here for their hospitality and the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. The second quarter gets underway. It'll be Amherst basketball. Hannah Herrick has seven of the ten points. 12-10 cross county. Skip pass up top. Oreda. Everybody up high. Oreda off the screen. Gives it to Tesmer into the paint. She'll put up the runner. No good. Cast fighting for the rebound. Now that's Murphy, excuse me. And Murphy's got it back up and in. Aaron Murphy, four rebounds, and that's her first bucket, and we are tied at 12 apiece. St. Cecilia on top of Bancroft Rosalie after one quarter, 15-6. to six. Here the Cougars into the corner to Anderson, almost threw it away. It's still loose in the paint, picked up by Emma Dickey. Rov- rotated over on the right wing, one of six from three-point land for Cross County, one of four for Amherst, but five of six at the line for the Cross County Cougars as they rotated over around 
to the right-hand corner. Get inside. Edie Peterson tries, misses it, got her own rebound, puts it up, got bailed out by a foul. That was good defense by Amherst. She got the rebound, went up. Amherst was right there with their hands in the air. But they're going to call the foul, and Emma Dickey is going to go to the line. Five points by Lily Peterson leading the way for Cross County after one. The foul is called on Morgan Oreda. Six fouls on Amherst, four on Cross County, and the free throw by Dickey is good. 13-12, Cross County, one minute gone here in quarter number two. And the second free throw on the way, hit the front of the rim, no good, but coming through almost getting the rebound. Cross County, oh, then it is kicked out of bounds, and the officials are going to give the ball to Cross County, so Lily Peterson going to get credit for having it knocked out of her hands, and a chance to add to the one-point lead here for the Cougars. Top of the circle with it is Kelly. Zone and always zone for Amherst. Kelly off the screen to the right-hand corner to Anderson. Tribbles once to the left, now starts to go inside, didn't like it. Get it back to her behind the arc, picks her dribble up, waiting for some movement, skip pass over to Lily Peterson, another deep three, that's off the iron, no good. And Herrick will go up and grab her first rebound of the game, and then she's fouled in the backcourt by Emma Dickey, trying to get the steal. That'll be her second personal foul, fifth team foul overall. Sacred Heart leading Osceola's girls 12-8 at the end of one quarter. Southern Valley over Archbishop Bergen 12-6 at the end of one quarter. Wahoo leading Battle Creek 14-11. And Bridgeport over Douglas County West 71-41. Herrick, three-pointer, no foul. It was partially blocked in there by Kelly. Amherst got it out to Tesmer. She'll try the three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Waller. She's got five. So watch out for Adrian Waller, the freshman leading them in rebounding as Tesmer tips the pass into the band. At halftime, the Bellevue East girls leading Kearney High by a score of 29-18 in the A5 district final. Centura leading Nebraska Christian after one, 16-9. And we'll have more coming up. As the inbounds pass, shot no good. Rebound brought down by Herrick. Hannah pushes it up the floor here. Three on three. Doing a great job as Lindy Kelly. Herrick still wants to force the issue down the middle of the lane and puts it up and in. Hannah Herrick, our reigning ESPN Athlete of the Month, gives Amherst the lead back at 14-13. And then as Grace John gets the steal, we've got a foul to go along with it for Cross County. So the fouls are mounting. Six apiece. This one on Edie Peterson. That'll be her first. Gothenburg leading Columbus Scotus at the end of three. 33-28. Now Hannah Herrick brings it into the front court. Amherst leading it by one. Comes into the paint. Goes with that right-hand scoop shot. This time it's no good. We'll get a jump ball on the rebound. Tying it up is Peyton Cass. She is in there with three fouls. Adrian Waller. Tying her up, the arrow does point the way of Cross County. Adams Central off to state, a 71-54 win over Syracuse for the number three seed. Into the ball game, Chesney Sunberg for the first time. Now to the left baseline, driving. Anderson ran right into Cash, shot no good. Rebound brought down by Waller, her seventh board. Back out top, they'll go. Peterson drives the middle of the lane. Skips off the iron, no good. Herrick goes for the rebound. There's a collision. The ball's out of bounds, and it'll belong to Cross County. 
5.05 to go in the second quarter. Amherst 14, Cross County 13. And Aaron Murphy gets right back in there after a short breather. With those three fouls, you just can't leave cast into the ball game for very long. So down by one, Cross County has the basketball. Keeping it outside here with Sunberg. Hands it off Peterson back to Anderson. Take it around the horn here in the corner to Sunberg. Drives the baseline. Reaching in to try and tie her up. We will get a tie-up with Aaron Murphy. And the arrow points the way of Amherst. Fourth turnover for Cross County. Amherst, according to my book, has three. Our high school postseason basketball is brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions. For innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. Herrick, left side of the key. Both players left her on the fake, and she missed the shot. Rebound pulled down by Chesney Senberg. Up the floor with it, Anderson. Cheyenne stays outside the arc, kicks it back out. Sunberg swings it over to Lily Peterson. Peterson, the only three of the ball game for her ball club. Not afraid to shoot it from way out there. Anderson now between the circles. Cheyenne picked up by Tesmer, dribbles to the right side. Herrick comes over to help out in the zone. Now they find the cutter, Peterson, in the lane, and she is fouled by Aaron Murphy. Lily Peterson will go to the line to shoot a one-and-one. She's two of two at the line, has five points. Senior high boys do win tonight. Grand Island over Omaha Benson in a play-in game, 68-51. Free throw is up and in by Lily Peterson. She'll earn the bonus. We're tied at 14 with 4.10 to go in the second quarter. And the Cougars only have two points, and they are both from the free throw line. Crofton and Freeman girls are tied at nine after one quarter, and that's the 1-16 matchup here in C2. Peterson knocks down the free throw. And the lead back over to Cross County, 15-14. Again, not a surprise that it's going to be a little lower scoring game. Both teams average in the mid-40s. Herrick lobs it down low. Nice pass underneath to Aaron Murphy. Turnaround jumper, no good. Tried to get the charge. Rebound saved underneath by Grace John. Out top for a Herrick three. It's short. Another rebound for Aaron Murphy. And Murphy is going to be called for a foul, it looks like. Aaron Murphy with her third personal foul. And we've got problems right now for Amherst. Cast, Cast and Murphy each with three fouls, and there's 3.49 to go here in the second quarter. And into the ball game, Saren Prickett. Mm, what do you do now if you're Coach Rohr? Free throw, Anderson off the front of the iron, no good. Another offensive rebound by Hangenfeld, and then her outlet pass is stolen away. Fast break the other way. Herrick two on three, steps underneath. And, man, it's just getting ugly out there, folks. They're just putting their head down and running into the lane, and they're getting the whistles. I mean, Hannah went one on three, and she might have got fouled, but one on three. Foul is on Sunberg. Two free throws, Herrick, and it is good. She already, with her 10th point of the basketball game, tied again at 15. So Oreda, Prickett, Herrick, John, and Cole on the floor with 3.41 to go in the first half. Second free throw around and out, no good. Rebound brought down by Sunberg. That'll be the second for Chesney. Wilcox-Hildreth. Beating Hay Springs tonight, 42-33. Falcons, another Fort Kearney Conference team on their way to state. 
Rotated into the corner and stepping in front. Lash and Cole got in there. Excuse me, Oreda got in there and made the steal. Four turnovers here in the quarter for Cross County. Here's Herrick, right side of the key. Comes in, knocked out of her hands by Anderson and stolen right back. First turnover of the quarter for the Amherst Broncos. And then the Cougars dribble it off their foot and into the scores table it went for Lindy Kelly. I think Cross County was trying to call a timeout and in the middle of that, dribbled it off the foot. So right back over to the Broncos. Hannah Herrick with it. The team's on their chairs, set as close to the floor as they do at Amherst as they get it back up to Herrick. But they're not screening for Hannah very well right now. She'll come off the right elbow, stop. Can't get the shot away over to John up top. Tesmer, here's a three on the way. Almost banked it in. It was very strong. Rebound brought down by Peterson and another foul. <laughs> Gotta be smart. There's aggressive fouls and then there's reaching over the back and reaching in 85 feet away from the hoop. And when you're in the one and one, you don't want that to happen. At this time, Morgan Oreda gets her second foul. That's nine on Amherst. And at the line, Peterson to shoot the one-and-one, and and it bounces around and in. She's 5 of 5 at the line. 16-15, Cross County, and they only have three field goals. And the second free throw is good. So Peterson making 11 at the line, 17-15. Cross County by two, Herrick with a basketball. Still guarded out there by Lindy Kelly. Hands it off to Tesmer, up top to Oreda. Can they get Morgan going here a little bit? Back to Herrick. She dribbles into the paint. Puts up the one-hand runner. Off the heel and through. If there's any kind of space in that lane, Herrick's going to find it. And Hannah's able to tie the ball game up again at 17. 2.15 to go here in the second quarter of play. Our high school basketball brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. York falls to Seward in boys' action tonight, 48-47, but they should both go to districts. Here's Anderson driving the baseline. Herrick tried to block the shot, and a foul. Hannah Herrick with two. Morgan Areda with two. Peyton Cast and Aaron Murphy with three. And that is the ten that have been called. And Cheyenne Anderson with just two points will not get a third as the free throw skips out. 0 of 2. Lash and Cole back in. And here comes Aaron Murphy back in. Prickett and John will take a seat. Anderson's second free throw, and that's good. 18-17, Cross County. Two minutes to go here in the second quarter of play on KXPN Kearney, Riverdale, Amherst, and the World Wide Web, newschannelnebraska.com. Skip pass over Tesmer, three-point land of the baseline behind the backboard, kicks it out for an open three, and Josie Rochenkohl knocks it down. The first points of the game for Josie, and a two-point lead for the first time for Amherst, 20-18. to 1.35 to go here in the second quarter. Lindy Kelly up top. Rochenkohl pressures her. Everybody else down on the baseline right now for the Cougars. Anderson comes out and takes the ball on the left wing. Up top, they'll go to Edie Peterson. Back over to Kelly. Staying outside the arc. I would pound it inside every time with the foul situation that Amherst has, even if it is a zone. And we will get a timeout here from Coach Mitch Bossard. It'll be the first timeout of the basketball game. 1.15 to go in the second quarter of play. It's Amherst 20, 
and Cross County 18. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. My son Ben was very healthy when he was born, and then when he was 15 months old, I realized he had autism. I think all my encounters that I had before I met Ben were meant to be so I could be a better parent to Ben. It's definitely made me a better caregiver and a better advocate for all of my patients because I have a better understanding of the whole life and not just the little glimpse you get when they're in the doctor's office. I chose Mary Lanning because it had a great reputation and that's very much like a family when you work here. What I love most about my job is getting to know the different individuals and families and being able to see that I make a positive impact in their lives. I'm Susie Gregg, Psychiatric Nurse Practitioner at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. All right, out of the timeout, Cougars with the basketball, still not pounding it inside the whole time here. They're working it around the perimeter. They get the three, Lily Peterson. It's all the way around and out, no good. Hannah Herrick will grab the rebound. With all that foul problem, I'm just shocked Cross County didn't get it into the paint. Put your head down and go. You're getting the calls. Herrick off the right side, working on Lindy Kelly. She falls down, and a step-back three is good by Hannah Herrick. And Herrick is doing what Herrick does. 23-18, the largest lead of the first half here with 25 seconds to go. 23-18 for Amherst. Extended 2-3 zone. Should be the last possession of the first half. Anderson works it off the left elbow, dumps it into the corner, three-pointer, Edie Peterson answers. Still time on the clock here, nine seconds, Herrick, they'll just clear out for Hannah, got to make sure you don't get an offensive foul, five seconds, stutter dribble, takes a 30-footer, it's blocked, it's blocked by Lindy Kelly, and you have got to, even though Herrick has scored some points here, Kelly has really done well, but at the half, Amherst has the lead, and they hope they can have it after 16 more minutes of high school basketball play. We go to the halftime break. The Amherst Lady Broncos 23, the Cross County Lady Cougars 21. Coming up, high school basketball continues on ESPN, brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. We'll take a look at some of the other scores from around the state. We'll give you the first-half stats, a little boys' chatter as well. You're listening to the C28 Girls District Championship game from Cross County High School, Amherst 23, Cross County 21. When we return, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Gillespie. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all, family time. And what brings a family together better than boating? Everyone looks forward to being on the water, so whenever you set aside a time for boating, family and friends will be there. So this year, make it the best year ever with a visit to Buzz's Marie, the best dealer between Denver and Omaha. They have the perfect boat and boating accessories for your family's needs and easy financing to make it happen today. Buzz's Marie, 5th and Central Kearney. Find out more online at buzzesmarine.com. 
Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. If you find yourself wondering, but do I really need life insurance? The short answer is yes. The long answer is a bit more personal and might include things like student loan debt, mortgage payments, or funeral expenses. No matter what stage of life you're in or what expenses you might leave behind, life insurance coverage is a smart move. Contact me, McKenzie, at 308-234-2222. It's your future. Let's protect it. Farm Bureau Life Insurance Company, securities and services offered through FBL and Marketing Services, LLC, affiliate Farm Bureau Financial Services. And welcome back to Cross County High School, where it is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages at half of the C28 Girls Basketball District Championship game. It is Amherst 23 and Cross County 21. And again, it's winner go home anymore. With the format now, the last few years in this sub-state, which other states call it, here we still call it the districts. The round is 16, the wild cards being used up. Both of these teams were sub-district champions. In other action, on the Vibe 98-9, after three quarters of play, it's McCool Junction 54 and Pleasanton 38. On ESPN Hastings, Bancroft Rosalie had a 13-0 run to open the second quarter and are tied at 21 with Hastings St. Cecilia at the half. And Adams Central has advanced to state with a 71-54 win over Syracuse. Ravenna has defeated South Platte 54-35. And Layton, a winner over the Parkview Christian girls. There's a trip there, 46-29 is the score of that contest. Let's see what else we can get you here. Freeman... Trailing Crofton. Crofton, that's the 116. Crofton only up one at the half, 16 15. Elwood Murdoch leading Sterling at the half, 25 7. The Bellevue East girls are pulling away from Kearney in the A5 district final with just under three minutes to go in the third quarter. Bellevue East leading Kearney, 44 27. Centura leads Nebraska Christian at the half, 30 17. Uh, what else do we got for you here? Halftime score. Elgin Public playing Maywood Hayes Center. Maywood Hayes Center leading at 20-18. That game is also at the half. Battle Creek leading Wahoo at the half, 25-23. Fall City Sacred Heart leading Osceola at the half, 30-14. And Shelton leading Medicine Valley at the half, 28-19. Ponca leading Summerland at the half, 23-12 is the score in that contest. And those are some of the scores that we've got for you. Alma Cardinals taking on SEM. And let me see what I've got here for you. In this ball game, it looks like we're going to the fourth quarter of play. Alma leads at 47-42 to 42 after three quarters of play. Southern Valley leading Archbishop Bergen at the half, 21-14. to 14. Humphrey St. Francis leading Howells Dodge, 20-9. And Bridgeport was a winner, as we said, over Douglas County West, 71-41. O'Neill St. Pat's has defeated Paxton tonight as well. Again here at the half, 23-21. As we were talking with uh, Nate Dietz, the athletic director 
at Amherst coming off that win last night. Omaha Nation got beat tonight by Oakland Craig, so it all but looks like Amherst will host Hershey in the boys' district final Monday night at 6.30. Also, it looks like it'll be St. Cecilia, Donovan, Trumbull. Those will be some of the radio games that we can cover for you as well. State tournament begins on Wednesday, and when you take a look at what's going on for the girls, the C2 girls, when we take a look at that state bracket, they will be playing on Thursday. The Wednesday games on March 1st will be for Class A, for Class C1, and for Class D1, B, C2, and D2. Or we'll then start on March the 2nd, and that'll be kind of the same format for the boys as well. You're listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. And we're back here at Cross County. Again, a big thank you to Athletic Director Jimmy Felix and the crew here for their hospitality. And let's take a look at the unofficial first half numbers. First off of the Cougars of Cross County, Emma Dickey has two points and three rebounds. Sydney Hangelfeld, two points and a rebound. Edie Peterson, five points and a rebound. Lily Peterson leads the way with nine points. She's six of six at the line and has three rebounds. Adrian Waller hasn't scored but has a game-high seven rebounds. Cheyenne Anderson, who averages 14 points a game, has three. Lindy Kelly, two block shots, and Chesney Sundberg has two rebounds. 12 points in the first quarter, nine in the second at the half. 21 points, 17 rebounds, 11 of 15 from the free throw lines, or nearly half their points from the stripe. Two of nine from three-point land, two blocks, seven turnovers. The only player with two fouls is Emma Dickey. For Amherst, Josie Lashenkohl has a three-point bucket. Hannah Herrick, 15 points, three rebounds. Grace John, two rebounds. Morgan Areta, a rebound. Peyton Cass, two points, two rebounds. And Aaron Murphy, three points, five rebounds. Ten points in the first quarter, 13 in the second. At the half, Amherst, 23 points, 13 rebounds. Two out of four at the free-throw line. Three out of nine from three-point land. Four turnovers, but the fouls. Peyton Cast and Aaron Murphy with three. Morgan Oreda and Hannah Herrick with two. At the half, Amherst 23, Cross County 21. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. 
The second half is Ryan next. Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Looking for a quality but still affordable vehicle during this Wild West used car market? Many of our customers have found peace of mind through our great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified pre-owned vehicles. Each of them going through a 172-point inspection and reconditioning process by factory-trained technicians. Add to that a free Carfax report along with a nationwide warranty that's backed by over 100 years of experience from the Big Blue Oval. Experience the difference right here at home and join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Doug Duda back with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Cross County will get the ball to start the second half, and we're underway against that zone. They move from right to left here in the second half. Anderson for a left corner, three off the screen, off the front of the rim, no good, and Hannah Herrick will grab her fourth rebound of the basketball game. Could come down to some of these threes. That seems to be what the Cougars want to do offensively besides make free throws. Up top, Aaron Murphy hands it to Tesmer, bounce pass to Areta. Arena left hand, gets into the lane, now stops, little spin move, fade away from seven, and got it. Nice job by Morgan Arena to get her first bucket of the basketball game. It's 25-21, a four-point lead Amherst. Their biggest lead was five at 23-18. Cross County had a couple of four-point leads in the first quarter. Now we're playing catch at the top of the circle. In the right-hand corner with it is Waller. Waller with the left hand. She dribbles into a trap. Back to Anderson, right corner. Skips it into the left corner for Peterson. Lily didn't like it, but finds the cutter and throwing it up off the glass too strong was Kelly. Herrick brought down the rebound. I think Kelly was surprised that she actually had some room in there. Now Herrick bumping off Kelly and too much. Hannah very smart. Very smart. She knew that she had Kelly off balance, so she said, I'm going to bump into you one more time, and she got the call. Second foul on Lindy Kelly. And it'll be Tesmer to take it out underneath the hoop. Lob it into the right corner, Oreda, and quickly on the wing. They get it to Herrick, clear the baseline, runs into the defender again, goes with the left hand off the glass, no call. Herrick got her own rebound, takes the shot underneath, no good, and then she's over the back. Mm. They could have called Kelly for her second foul. Herrick initiated the contact, but she was in no defensive position, and then after a couple of misses, Hannah gets her third personal foul. It's huge, folks. Anderson, the leading scorer on the other team for the season, not tonight, doesn't have any fouls. Herrick's got three. Three of the starters with three. Off the cut, they get it underneath for a layup, Emma Dickey. And this is what you'll probably start to see when that ball gets inside. All you can do is stand there with your hands up and let them go. Herrick comes inside, bounce pass underneath. Murphy, the layup is good. Good chemistry between those two, 27-23 Amherst. Not quite two minutes gone here in the third quarter of play. Cougars with Anderson. Tesmer has done a good job, a great job on her. Take it over on the right wing. That is going to be Dickey. Dickey gets it up top. Tesmer went for the steal, and again, a foul way away from the hoop. That's the first foul, though, on Josie. And we are going to get a timeout, Amherst. They haven't used any in the ball game. Coach Rohr is going to talk to his girls for about 30 seconds because they have to quit fouling, and they're doing all of this in a zone defense. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. 
John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, Currency Pursuant to CFL License 60DB0-54873. Cross County with a basketball, trailing 27-23. Five and a half to go here in the third quarter. Out of the Amherst timeout. Again, still spreading the floor against this 2-3 zone. Anderson tries to get a back cut. Herrick deflects the ball away. It goes off of Kelly and out of bounds. It'll be Amherst basketball. Eight turnover of the ball game here for Cross County. Five twenty to go here in the game. It's third quarter. Herrick in the lane. Little leaner. That time wouldn't go. Offensive rebound. They'll put back up Aaron Murphy. No foul call. The ball goes out of bounds. It's off of Cross County. Sixth rebound of the ball game for Aaron Murphy. On the putback. Knocked out of her hands by Lily Peterson. We'll credit her with a block on that play. Washington Cole checks in. Having some trouble getting it in. Lobs it out to Herrick. Knocked out of bounds by Kelly. Again, it's been all manned by the Cougars. All zone by Amherst. This time not as much problem out at half court. They get it into Herrick. Clear it out here against Kelly. With a stutter dribble to the right elbow. Oh, nobody picked her up. She takes it right to the rack and in. Got by Kelly, and that time nobody was on the block. And Hannah Herrick now is 17 in the ball game and a six-point lead, the largest of the game for Amherst, 29-23. Peterson with it, Edie, into the corner. Back cut, there's Anderson. Open turn, shot, score. They've been looking for that all night long, and finally Anderson was able to get her second bucket of the ball game, 29-25 Broncos. Herrick again. Gets by one defender. Steps back. Didn't take the three. She'll get it over to Oreda. Oreda on the left elbow to Tesmer off the ball screen. Comes down the flame. Puts it off the square. It sits on the rim and it won't go. Lily Peterson with her fourth rebound. Up to Anderson. Three-point land, but that's just not been her shot much tonight. Rotate it into the corner to Kelly. She doesn't shoot. Now back into the paint. There's a short jumper on the way by Edie Peterson. No good. Rebound brought down by Herrick. She's already got four in the quarter, and we've only played four minutes, seven in the game. And Herrick will trot the ball up the floor here, get the screen from Lash and Cole. Swing it over the left side. Tesmer back up to Josie. Hand off again right side. Oreda will try the three-pointer. Morgan cannot get it to go, and then it clanks off the rim and over the backboard and out of bounds. Prickett, Cast, John coming back in. Herrick and Lash and Cole will stay in there. For the Cougars, here's Sunberg into the ball game. She stays in there with Kelly along with Dickey. And, of course, Anderson is in there with Peterson. 29-25, Amherst. Three and a half to go here in the third quarter. Anderson working on Herrick. Stops well out on the right wing. Dumps it into the corner to Kelly. Ball back out top, Sunberg. Anderson calling for the ball, but they're coming the other way with it. They don't see her. It would take a long skip pass, and that's what they'll do. 
Anderson catches, shoots it. The three-pointer didn't get there. The rebound comes down to Peyton Cast. And here comes Amherst. Trying to extend their lead. Both teams doing a little bit better about not fouling right now. Herrick forces it inside, then back out to Lashenkohl. She dribbles right into the double team and has it taken away by Emma Dickey. It's the fifth turnover of the game for Amherst. Long outlet pass into the front court, Kelly, but she just waits for the rest of her blue and white Cougar teammates. Into the corner to Dickey. Emma, skip pass back over Anderson. Down to the baseline, Kelly. Out for another three, Lily Peterson. It's in and out, no good. The row of three in the quarter. Ball hits the floor. Herrick and Lash and Cole go for it, and Hannah is able to grab it. But now we're at a little lull again. Been sitting on 29 for a handful of possessions. Herrick, center circle, calls the play. Gets a nice screen and roll. Oh, she's open. They just didn't get it to her. Instead, they're going to skip it for a John three, and it's no good for Grace. Long rebound goes out of bounds off Amherst. Well, they had the screen and roll to Peyton Cass, but I think the whole point was to get the three, so they just chucked it over to Grace John. Back into the ball game for the Cougars after a very short rest is Edie Peterson. And back to the Cougars. Trailing by four, 29-25. And we are now down to two minutes to go in the third quarter. Peterson right wing. Gets it back out top to Lilly. Lilly and Edie playing catch. Now Edie will put the three-pointer up, but it is short. And the rebound brought down by Saren Prickett and trying to get out of there. They're going to call her for a walk. She had three Cougars on her and nobody to pass the ball to. And we said it coming out of the halftime locker room. The Cougars are going to shoot threes, and they have not changed at all. They continue to shoot three-point buckets. And it's not working out so well for them. Bellevue East leading Carney's girls after 3, 47-31. Lily Peterson threw it off the top of the backboard. It's still going to be grabbed here by Edie Peterson, and we're going to get a foul called because Amherst is trying to fight for the rebound. Might be on Losh and Cole, and it is. That's her first third team foul. Back in Tesmer after a short breather. Gothenburg has beaten Columbus Scotus tonight 44-36 to to head to the state tournament. Once again, Elgin Pope John over Maywood Hayes Center, 49-45, a final in D1. Here the throw over Herrick. Kessler went for the steal. Didn't foul, though. Peterson grabbed it. Now nice pass inside. There's Dickey. The jumper is good. Emma Dickey got inside that zone, and that's our first points in over two minutes. It's 29-27 Amherst. A minute 20 remaining here in the third quarter of play. With it, Herrick back again, turns, spins, out to Tesmer. Josie for three, all the way around and out, no good. All white to get the rebound. Emma Dickey grabs it. Long outlet pass. Anderson could tie the ball game here. Looking for six in a row. How about seven? Three-pointers up, and it's all the way down and out by Edie Peterson. Man, they've had some close ones. And the rebound brought down. By Saren Prickett. That'll be her second of the ball game. Bellevue East now leading Carney 53-36 with five minutes to go in the game. Centura 35-24 over North uh, over Nebraska Christian mid-third. Tesmer puts it on the floor, and there she's going to hit the buck, chuck, hit the jumper, and that'll be the first bucket of the ball game for Josie. 30 seconds to go in the third quarter. A little dancing down there by Waller. Amherst wanted to travel. They didn't get it, but they did get the steal. Just the second turnover of the quarter for Cross County. 
And Herrick will walk it up. Amherst to play for the last shot here with 20 seconds to go in the third quarter. She's standing at half court right in front of the scorer's table. Herrick working on Lily Peterson. Dumps it into the corner to Prickett. Prickett drives the baseline, puts the short jumper up. No, it won't go. And the rebound brought down by Peterson. And we go to the fourth quarter. It's been since 2012 for Amherst. And for Cross County, they've been there once in their school history back in 2008. Somebody is eight minutes away from breaking one of those streaks. At the end of three, Amherst 31, Cross County 27 on ESPN. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. The savings are monumental during the President's Day sales event at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Get behind the wheel of a new 2022 Ram 1500 Warnock Quad Cab 4x4, stock number 9783. Lease it for just $4.99 a month for 42 months. It's President's Day all month at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Must lease the Chrysler Capital, 10,000 mile a year lease, $2,999 in first payment due assigning. Tax title license extra. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Amherst will get the ball to start the third quarter and have it picked off from Herrick. One-on-one the other way, and Herrick has to let her go, and Kelly missed the layup, but Herrick didn't get the rebound, and it'll be out for a three-pointer for Anderson, and it's going to be short, no good, and then Kelly gets another rebound and puts up the bucket and in. That's her first bucket of the ball game. Those were actually her first rebounds, and so it's Amherst 31, Cross County 29 to start the fourth quarter of play. Hannah Herrick has 17 for Amherst. And nine for Lily Peterson, and another turnover. Amherst only had six coming into this quarter. That's back-to-back turnovers. In the lane, the jumper comes up short for Anderson. No whistle. They wanted one. Oreda will grab the rebound. Again, the big thing was getting through that third quarter with as few fouls as Amherst did. They've got a bunch of people with three, including Herrick. Here's Oreda on the right side to the free throw line. Contact the second foul and a half called here. On Cross County, looks like Cheyenne Anderson kind of got caught there in the double team, and the foul is going to be called on Lindy Kelly. That was the sandwich that they created, her third. Both teams have four timeouts here in the fourth quarter. And our high school basketball brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions for innovative technologies, local expertise, best-in-class solutions, and service to help you lead the field this season and beyond. They get it into Grace John, fakes the three, takes a dribble, puts up a 12-footer. It's no good. Rebound's going to be brought down underneath by Cheyenne Anderson. That is her first of the ball game. Up the floor to Kelly in the left-hand corner, who gives it back to Lily Peterson, works her way around the zone, scoop shot, missed it from point-blank range. Offensive rebound and a foul called. Emma Dickey got the offensive rebound, went right into Peyton Cast, and Peyton has her fourth personal foul after getting three in the first quarter. And a chance to tie the ball game now 
for Emma Dickey. She's two for four at the line, has six points. And the free throw on the way, it's no good. Wow, McCool Junction lit it up in the fourth quarter. McCool Junction 82, Pleasanton 57. The final, Wilcox Hildreth out of the FKC, though, did win tonight. SEM was in a battle at last check. And the second free throw on the way, and that's in and out, no good. But the rebound ripped down out of bounds off of Cross County. Lily Peterson couldn't control it. So neither free throw good by Emma Dickey, and we're going to get a timeout here by Amherst, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 6.31 to go in the district championship. Amherst, 31, Cross County, 29 on ESPN. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. At Friesen Ford in Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority, but don't take our word for it, here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. And Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth, bringing you this district final action from Cross County. While Carney Towing's on the road, bringing your vehicle home, don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. SEM has outscored Alma 28 to 9 in the fourth quarter, and they win it 70 to 56. Another FKC team. Here's Herrick lobs it down low. Foul will send Aaron Murphy to the line. Good pass down to Aaron. She's got pretty good hands down there. Handles the basketball. Gets a lot of boards. The foul will be the second on Lily Peterson. And the free throw. On the way. And it bounces off the rim. No good. St. Cecilia leading Bancroft Rosalie after three quarters. 37-29. Adams Central beat Syracuse earlier tonight. Second free throw now on the way, and that's good for Aaron Murphy. And she's got six points in the basketball game. 32-29 Amherst, 6-15 remaining. Cross County to Anderson out top. Overplaying the basketball, now settling back into that 2-3 zone. John and Herrick at the top of the zone. Tesmer actually down at the bottom with Oreda and Murphy. But no three-pointers have been made by Cross County in the second half. They're 0-7, 2-16 of in the game. 3 of 12 for Amherst. They've kind of quit shooting them as Tesmer knocks the basketball away. Take a look at some other scores. Shelton, after three, has pulled away from Medicine Valley. 43-23 to is the score in that ball game. Ponca leads Summerlin 37-24 at the end of three quarters. Southern Valley leads Bergen at the end of three. 33-29. That got closer. Here it's 32-29 in favor of Amherst. Cross County's got the ball. Emma Dickey with it on the left wing. Into the corner, Anderson drives baseline, pulls up from nine. It's off the iron, no good. Rebound brought down by Josie Tesmer to Herrick, and Hannah will walk it up. 11 years since they've been to the state tournament. Amherst has only been there three times ever and tried to get it into the corner to Tesmer. Turned over, and Herrick whacked her on the arm, and that's her fourth. Herrick was trying to get the ball back after the errant pass. And Hannah Herrick 
has just picked up her fourth personal foul. In Cross County in 2006, there's all kinds of assistant coaches that are back in the day there. Kids that played on that team have connections to this team. And Cross County needs a three to tie it. Five minutes to go in the game. Keeping it around the perimeter here against this zone. Kind of playing out like the coaches thought it might. Cougars with it on the right wing. Anderson picks up the dribble, tries to force it into the paint, and there was no opening there, and a jump's going to be called. Boy, it looked like Amherst had stolen the ball. Lily Peterson, good job of hanging with it. And the arrow points the way across county. So they'll keep the basketball. Underneath their own hoop. Bounce pass in and nobody was looking. Herrick stole it away. Hannah's headed to the other end with Anderson. Comes to the stop and she just throws it up. She's going to probably get called for a walk. Oh, no. She's going to get a foul. Oh, boy. Well, I thought Amherst had missed out on a couple. They got a call right there. That's the first foul on Cheyenne Anderson. And Herrick will go to the line. She's one of two tonight. Now she's two of three. 18 points, but only three here in the second half. Amherst only has 10 points in the second half. Eight for Cross County. Second free throw is good. So Herrick hits them both. And we're going to get a timeout on the floor here with 4.46 remaining in the game by Amherst. They will have two remaining. They now lead it by five, 44-29. 30, excuse me, 34-29 here in the fourth quarter on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters, now also located in Sutton. As we continue on, it will be cross-county basketball, finding themselves down by five, into the corner, three by Peterson, cannot buy one right now, rebound brought down by Grace John, quick outlet pass, running to the other end, Herrick, and the layup is good! 21 for Hannah Herrick. And the biggest lead of the ball game. And a travel on the inbounds for Cross County. Herrick got in there and forced the turnover. Even with those four fouls playing fairly aggressive. And Amherst has a chance to make a statement right here. Up by seven. It's just been hanging around, hanging around between two and five. And Coach Mick Bossert now has the attention of an official who comes to the scorer's table. Trying to sort something out, it looks like. Wahoo leading Battle Creek at the end of three, 39 to 33. Bellevue East, 59-41 over Kearney with two and a half minutes to go in that game. We'll have another update, but right now Herrick in the paint takes the aggressive one-hand shot and hits it. It's Herrick time. She's got six in a row, 38-29. Anderson brings it into the paint, off Murphy, oh my goodness, she flat fell backwards, threw it off the glass and in, so Cheyenne Anderson, who may have deserved a break, got one right there, great defense by Murphy, just a kind of a lucky shot, 
for Cross County. 38-31, four minutes to go in the game. Herrick pulls the basketball out. Still guarded by Lindy Kelly. Brings it to the right corner to the baseline. Runs out of room. Throws it out to Grace John. To Oreda. Neither takes the three. Morgan off the ball screen. Right back to Herrick. Try to chew a little clock with each possession. Now Hannah dribbles it out to midcourt. Gets by Kelly. Into the paint. Pulls up from nine. Off the square and in. She's been doing a great job. If nobody comes over to help, she shoots it. If they do, she dishes it. We've got a timeout by Cross County and Coach Mitch Bosser. They need to figure something out here, especially on the offensive end. With 3.29 to go in the district championship game, it's Amherst 40 and Cross County 31 on ESPN. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it, and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. All right, out of the cross-county timeout, the Cougars have Anderson into the corner to Peterson. Edie kicks it back out of the corner. Lily Peterson, the three-pointer is no good. Offensive rebound brought down by the Cougars and a foul on Amherst. And that'll send Cheyenne Anderson to the line here to shoot two on the offensive board. It'll be Morgan Oreda with her third personal foul, sixth team foul. And Anderson wastes no time, puts the free throw up, but it's no good. That is, after being 11 of 15 in the first half, 0 of 3 here in the second half, all in the fourth quarter. Anderson's second free throw, and it's good. So Anderson now with eight points in the basketball game, 40-32. to 32. Now some full-court pressure. Amherst throws over the top. Tesmer brings it down the middle of the floor, then waits to find Grace John. John finds Herrick, and now they can run some clock again. Right on her as she's been all game, the sophomore, Lindy Kelly. She's done pretty good. I know she's got a whole bunch of points, but, man, she really frustrates her at times when she can score every possession. Now they give her some room on the right baseline. She'll get it down to the block. Oh, are they going to call her for number five? They just did. They're going to say that she pushed off. The referee knew she had four fouls, and he just fouled her out of the ball game. So Hannah Herrick is out of the game with 2.37 remaining in the contest. And that means Amherst is going to be playing keep away. They won't be looking to shoot the ball very much. With Herrick not out there to handle the basketball, and you know that Cross County will put immense pressure on. 25 points, 8 rebounds for Herrick. She fouls out with 2.37 to go and a 40-32 Amherst lead. With the basketball, can they keep shooting threes because they're not making them? 
Lily Peterson skips into the corner to Anderson. Here's the three, and it is going to be short, no good. Tries to follow her shot, does. And a foul going to be called on Amherst. Well, not in the bonus. Well, that does get you in the bonus, yes. The fourth foul on Morgan Oreda. Anderson just ran right through Morgan to go get that rebound. And another timeout going to be called here by Coach Rohr. He'll only have one left. And with that pressure, that might not be enough. This game is far from over. 2.20 remaining in the contest. And Hannah Herrick has fouled out with Amherst leading it by a score of 40-32. to This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. In this business, the time that counts is right now. And through it all, Nutrien Ag Solutions delivers agronomic power, local expertise, and access to solutions to help you lead the field. Put time on your side. Find your local crop consultant at NutrienAgSolutions.com. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets channel seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your channel seed dealer. An air capacity crowd at Cross County High School. As we come out of the timeout for free throws here for Anderson in the front end of the one and one is good. 40 to 33 Amherst, 220 to go. Second free throw on the way. And that's short, no good. Rebound tipped out off of Amherst to Anderson. She runs into an Amherst defender and another Amherst foul. And I don't know how that's a foul. Amherst was standing right there, and Anderson just ran right through him again. And Anderson will go back to the line. Washington Cole with her second personal foul. And it is a one-and-one. Free throw is good. That was a bad break for Amherst. They had three girls there, and they all went for it, and then it deflected backwards, and Anderson grabbed it. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. 40-35, 40-35, to 35, the nine-point lead down to five, full-court pressure, and Herrick's out of the game. Tesmer to Arredo, oh my, she walked. I didn't think they were going to call it. She walked. And that clock can't run fast enough right now for Amherst. We've seen this scenario way too many times over the years. Cross County underneath their own hoop. Lob it all the way out top to Lily Peterson. Gets it over to Lindy Kelly. Have to realize who shoots the ball and who doesn't here for Cross County. Up top, Lily Peterson. Good job by Grace John. Didn't let her get the shot away. Anderson into the paint. Bounce pass down low. Dickey has it knocked away. Good defense by Peyton Cast. She blocked it. She took it away. And Cross County commits the foul. 11th turnover of the game for Cross County. 10 for Amherst. The foul on Cross County's Cougars is their fifth of the half, and the second on Cheyenne Anderson. Full court pressure. They get it to Lash and Cole. She dropped the ball, and it's stolen away. One-on-one. Hand it off. Here's Kelly, and a foul called on Amherst. Two free throws coming up. Just got to breathe. You got to breathe. You've practiced and practiced, and now 
You're thrown into the fire as the first foul on Grace John. Lindy Kelly has not been to the line. She has one bucket on an offensive putback earlier in this quarter. And the free throw is on the way, and it is good. Five in a row, all from the free throw line for Cross County. 40-36 to 36 Amherst. 150 to go. Second free throw in and out and back in. 40-37. to 37. Three-point game against the full-court pressure. Got to be careful of those high lobs. Grace John trapped in the backcourt, just throws it down the floor and turned over. It is total train wreck right now for Amherst. And the Cougars come back underneath. The layup is missed. Lily Peterson got it back. And then another foul going to be called on Amherst. And that is on Peyton Cast, and she's out of the game. She simply blocked it right through her, and she hits the deck. So Lily Peterson will go to the line here to shoot two. All nine of her points were in the first half. And now Peyton Cass fouls out of the game. Two points, three rebounds, one block, 135 to go. And Coach Rohr uses his last timeout. 135 remaining in the ball game. And since Hannah Herrick went out just a minute and two seconds ago in game time, they haven't even got the ball up into the half court. 40-37, to 37, Amherst clinging to the lead. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. For more than a century, Aurora Cooperative has been a partner in the success of our owners. By focusing on the future with a portfolio of innovative solutions, services, products, and data, we add value to every aspect of your operation. At Aurora Cooperative, our goal is simple, to be your go-to resource for better information, better products, and better services so you can make better, more informed decisions all year long. Whether it's grain, agronomy, energy, aerial, or animal nutrition, we are Aurora Cooperative. Bob here from B&B Carpet in Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B. That's where we always go. Out of the timeout, the first free throw is up and good. Lily Peterson hits the first free throw. She's 7 of 7 at the line. She's 8 of 8 at the line, and it's a one-point game. Eight straight free throws by Cross County, and again, it's thrown away in the backcourt. Underneath, driving in, layup no good, and another foul on Amherst. I mean, in no time is coming off the clock. That whole exchange took six seconds. Amherst with seven turnovers in the fourth quarter. They had six total in the first three. And fouling out of the game is Morgan Oreda. Two points, two rebounds. 129 to go. Cross County has not led since the first quarter. And Lily Peterson's back at the line. And she's got another one, and we are tied at 40. Now it'll be interesting to see how Cross County plays. They don't have to put the press on. Second free throw, good. And it's 41-40, Cross County, 10 in a row. They keep the press on. Tesmer down the middle of the floor. Weaves, keeps going all the way into the paint. Comes to the jump stop, kicks it out to Grace John. She'll drive right side of the key, put up a seven-footer. It's no good. Rebound, pulled down by Cheyenne Anderson. And now 
the Cougars don't have to shoot it. They're up by one with a minute 10 to go in the ball game, and Amherst has to play defense. They're sitting in the zone. They can't do that. They'll just play the ball out if they don't come out and trap the ball, which is what they're trying to do. Lindy Kelly, one minute to go, 41-40. A three-pointer by Anderson is an air ball. A gift for Amherst. Saren Prickett gets the rebound. Pushes it up the floor with 50 seconds. Remember, they don't have any timeouts. Tesmer. Back to the top of the circle. They haven't scored in over three minutes. Tesmer trying to clear it out. Gives it to Prickett. Washington on the left wing. Bounce pass underneath. Goes off the hands of Murphy and out of bounds. Turnover number eight of the quarter. 37 seconds to go. Cross County 41. Amherst 40. 10 straight. Oh, now the officials are discussing who the ball might have went out on. And they're giving it to Cross County. All right, full court pressure now being put on by Amherst. And they knew what a timeout. Coach Mitch Bossert, it's so loud in here, trying to get the attention of the officials and will call the timeout. And they have two timeouts remaining, none remaining for Amherst. 37 seconds remaining in the game. Cross County has scored 10 in a row all from the free throw line, and they lead it 41-40. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. Don't forget, you can always nominate the top athletes in the area for the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month. Brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. One boy, one girl winner each month. Hannah Herrick of Amherst is the current girls winner. Carter Erickson of Elm Creek for the boys. But since Herrick is fouled out of the game, it's been all cross county. 41-40 cross county, 37 seconds to go. And they'll throw the ball in. Get it over to Kelly. Up ahead, they'll get it to Waller. You want to keep it out of Lily Peterson's hands. Kelly with it again, 30 seconds, and they'll come out and foul her at half court with 29 seconds remaining. Now, Lindy is two for two, and it came in this quarter. 10 out of 14 in the quarter. As a team, free throw up, free throw good. 42 to 40. Cross County by two. Second free throw, no good. Rebound pulled down almost by Cross County. Lily Peterson's all over the place. And they still have a foul to give so they can be aggressive. The ball goes out of bounds. It's Amherst. They don't put so much pressure on. Tesmer up the floor. A two to tie. They don't have any timeouts. Tesmer up the right side. Stop. Wants to give it to Grace John. Grace over to Prickett. 20 seconds to go. Got it to Washington. Her defender fell down. They didn't call a foul. And the shot's no good. Rebound brought down by Peterson. 12 seconds to go. Hands it off to Anderson. They've got a foul. And they do with 8.6. And Amherst is wondering how Josie Lashenkohl wasn't fouled. Her defender fell right into her legs. And the shot was off the iron. No good. And Cross County, if they make both the free throws, this game is over. Their leader, Cheyenne Anderson, is at the line to shoot two. And the first one is on the way. And it's short. Amherst has no timeouts. Andy Jackson is into the ball game for the first time. 8.6 to go. 
Will they need a two or a three? Got to make sure you get the rebound. Peterson's got position. Their free throw is good. They need a three. And remember, they've got a foul to give. Cross County Tesmer. Tesmer still in the backcourt. Four seconds to Grace John. She'll put up a 35-footer, and that's the end of the season. Cross County is headed to state for the first time since 2006, closing the game on a 12-0 run with every single one of those points from the free throw line. And the Cougars at home, 43-40 over the Amherst Lady Broncos, whose season will come to an end at 18-7, while the Cougars district champions with a record of 22-4. Hannah Herrick fouled out with a seven-point lead, and they never scored again. We'll take a timeout, and the new West Post Game Show is coming up next on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. Well, the silver lining is you can feel good for Central Nebraska boy Mitch Bossert. Eighth year as a coach. They were close last year just like Amherst was. And improbably, they come back and win this basketball game, taking advantage of the weakness that Amherst has, and that's when Herrick has to go to the bench, which she did, fouling out in this game. They had built that nine-point lead, and you had hoped that that had been enough, but they weren't able to run any time off the clock on the possessions after Herrick because once Cross County started getting the ball, foul, make the free throws, press, steal, foul, make the free throws, and it just kept going on and on and on, and only five, six seconds at a time, we're running off the clock, and the next thing you know, here's Cross County with the lead inside the final minute. I mean, they wiped out that nine-point deficit in less than two minutes of playing time from the free throw line, and they win it by a score of 43-40, to and It's not hard to break down the game. It's just unfortunate for the Broncos. It's not like it's only Hannah Herrick. Now, Hannah Herrick is maybe the best player in the conference. I mean, there's some really good ones. We know that. 
And the other girls, I thought the thing that was so great about Amherst this year, they were all getting better. They were 11-1 in their last 12 games with that trip up to Elm Creek right after winning the FKC championship. They were getting everybody involved. Herrick was dishing the ball, and she was doing that tonight as well. But way too many fouls on a team that wasn't overly deep offensively anyway, and they just couldn't find a way to get that one or two buckets or force Cross County to foul them. They have some nice free throw shooters on the team, but you foul out Herrick, you foul out Cast, you foul out Oreda, and it just wasn't there. In fact, they played so well after both Cast and Murphy got those three fouls, and Herrick had done a good job of not picking up fouls in the second half, and then they all kind of came in bunches. And it was not to be for the second year in a row. Amherst is eliminated in the district championship game. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Tomorrow night here on ESPN, it'll be boys district championship action from the A5 at Kearney High, or excuse me, the A2 at Kearney High. The Bearcat boys will take on Lincoln Pius X. First tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. Our pregame tomorrow night will be right around 6.45. Crofton defeats Freeman tonight, 39-21. They basically shut Freeman out in the second half of that basketball game. Pretty crazy. We'll have a lot more scores. Hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to Coach Rohr. It's got to be very dejected in that Amherst locker room as Amherst will say goodbye to just the one senior, Aaron Murphy. That's that's the bright light, but it's kind of the same thing we talked about last year. They, they lost a couple kids off last year's team, but you had Herrick back, and you kind of figured this was the year, and they were tested early. They played a lot of tough competition. I mean, you fall to Broken Bow, preseason ranked. You fall to Gothenburg, who goes to the state tournament. You play York, a top-five team in Class B. Overton, they had a battle with them and then, of course, avenged that loss in the conference tournament in a game that we saw earlier in the year. O'Neill-St. Mary's, their third game in three days during that Nebraska girls basketball showcase at Kearney. And they didn't lose to slouches. Uh, Elm Creek was the only team that wasn't rated, I believe, when they played them that ended up picking up a a victory. But 11-1, not good enough because tonight is 11-2. We'll figure out the stats and be back with those on the New West Post Game Show in a moment. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Member FDIC. Allo is turning 20 this year, and we plan to celebrate all year long. Since 2003, Allo has vowed to put customers first and deliver a drastically different experience. No matter where you live, work, or play, we believe you deserve an affordable, secure, and reliable connection. We're proud to have served our businesses and residents with seriously fast fiber optic service for two decades. Thank you for trusting Allo as your local internet, phone, and TV provider. Follow us on social media to know about the 20th anniversary celebrations in all our Allo communities. 
Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. Hi, this is Stacy from Builders in Kearney and Grand Island. Get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high-quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck, area athletes. And Doug Duda back with you here at Cross County. Again, a big thank you to all the folks here for their hospitality and best of luck. If there's no other crazy things, it looks like they would get Croft into the first round of the state tournament, but all of the uh, numbers are not in. Again, thanks to Athletic Director Jimmy Blex and Coach Mitch Bossert and Brandon Rohr from Amherst, and we hope to get a chance to talk with him, obviously not out of the locker room yet, but here on the New West Post Game Show, let's take a look at the uh, final numbers that we had in the basketball game, and we will start with the Amherst Lady Broncos. Josie Lashenkohl had one three-point bucket of the basketball game. Josie Tesmer, two points and a rebound. Grace John, three rebounds. Morgan Oreda, two points, two rebounds. Saren Prickett, three rebounds. Peyton Cass, two points, three rebounds and a block. Aaron Murphy, six points, six rebounds. And Hannah Herrick, 25 of her team's 40 points, 25 points, and also led the team in rebounding with eight as she got on the glass there in the third quarter. 23 points at halftime when they led 23-21. 17 points in the second half. They did not score in the final three and a half to four minutes of the ball game. 40 points, 26 rebounds, 5 of 8 at the free throw line, 3 of 13 from three-point land, one block shot, 14 turnovers, but 8 of those were in the fateful fourth quarter. Amherst will end the season at 18-7. and seven. We'll look at the final numbers for the victorious Cougars of Cross County. After oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. Ryan Trampy, your channel seat dealer. You can pack a lot in a 2022 Ram ProMaster Wagon, including special incentives during the President's Day sales event at Tom Dinsdale's CDJR. Choose one of several models in stock for making deliveries or service calls around town. Eligible businesses qualify for business link incentives, including a $500 on-the-job upfit graphics allowance. Get your business on the move with Tom Dinsdale's CDJR on Hastings Northside or TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. Well, Cross County gets a little bit of revenge for losing to Amherst in the first round of the state volleyball tournament in straight sets by eliminating them here in basketball. And here are the final numbers I had 
for the Cougars, only suiting nine players, eight of them getting in the ball game. Emma Dickey, six points, five rebounds. Sydney Hangenfeld, two points and a rebound. Edie Peterson, five points, three rebounds. Lily Peterson ended up leading the team 13 points, six rebounds, but she was 10 of 10 at the free throw line. Also made a three-pointer back in the first quarter. Adrian Adrian Waller did not score, but she led the team in rebounding with seven. Cheyenne Anderson, 12 points, five rebounds. Lindy Kelly, five points all in the fourth quarter. Two rebounds, two blocks, and Chesney Sundberg had two rebounds. 21 points in the first half. 22 points in the second half, including the final 12 points of the game, all from the free throw line. 43 points, 31 rebounds. 12 out of 18 in the fourth quarter from the free throw line. They were 23 of 33 in the game compared to 5 of 8 for Amherst. 2 of 20 from three-point land. Neither team made a three-point bucket in the second half. Three block shots, 11 turnovers, but only four of those were in the second half. And Cross County improves to 22-4 and four with a 43-40 come-from-behind victory over the Amherst Lady Broncos. More scores for you. They finished up over on ESPN Hastings, and St. Cecilia is able to hold on for a 53-48 win over Bancroft Rosalie. So St. Cecilia and Adams Central are both headed to state. St. Cecilia is so used to winning titles and being in the finals, so they're on their way to state. So is Adams Central. McCool Junction beat Pleasanton earlier tonight, and, of course, our score here, 43-40. Hope to have a chance to talk with the coach. Stay with us. John Herrick of Select Shires in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst Broncos. When it comes to beef cattle genetics, John Herrick Select Shires is the only name you need to remember. Go Broncos! Mary Lanning's been a very successful hospital in the area, a longstanding service to the community for over 100 years now. One of the important things that set Mary Lanning apart is its focus on safety and service to the community. My family grew up in this area. My parents both went to Hastings High School and my grandparents lived in the town. So I think it's, it's part of the culture here in the Midwest. So I think it just is carrying over from the culture in this area to being practiced through the hospital. I liked the idea of coming to a smaller community and providing the service that a neurosurgeon can provide. It means that the patients have the confidence that they can get high-level treatment at their local hospital. My name is Dr. Scott Bell. I'm a neurosurgeon at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Doug Duda back with you here. At Cross County High School, some other scores from around the state tonight. Bridgeport over Douglas County West. Elgin defeated Maywood Hayes Center 49-45. Gothenburg over SCOTUS 44-36. Layton beat the Parkview Christian Girls 46-29. It was North Bend doubling up Ord tonight almost 62-36. Ravenna beat South Platte 54-35. SEM with a huge fourth quarter to pull away from Alma, 70-56. to Wahoo clipped Battle Creek, 51-47. Wilcox-Hildreth over Hayes Springs, 42-33. But Overton did lose tonight to Wynot in another 8-9 game. Wynot beats Overton by a score of 54-33. to 
36. So a busy night for the Fort Kearney Conference. They end up going 2-3 and three, uh, as SEM and Wilcox-Hildreth get the wins. Pleasanton, Amherst, and Overton are all defeated. And Overton and Amherst were the two teams that played for the FKC Tournament Championship this year. And they are the ones that are unfortunately going to be staying home. Still have not seen Coach Rohr, and that's understandable. It's kind of tough to get to him, too, here with the uh, big facilities that they have at Cross County. Again, Hastings St. Cecilia has just finished up their victory as well. See if I can get you a couple more here from scores you may not have heard. Carney High did lose to uh, Bellevue East tonight. Centura has advanced on 61-32 over Nebraska Christian, their first trip to state since 2011. Crofton, the top seed here in C2, beat Freeman 39-21. Shelton was a winner tonight. Uh, Wayne going to overtime with Lincoln Christian in that ball game. Southern Valley able to hang on for a 45-42 win over Archbishop Bergen tonight with a record of 21-3. So congratulations to the Eagles on that one. Ponca was a winner over Summerland, 62-39. Sacred Heart beats Osceola, 58-32. And UTAN beats Milford, 53-27. Humphrey St. Francis over Howells Dodge, 48-34. We'll take one last break, see if we can run down to coach right after this. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And back here at Cross County, and it does not look like we're going to have an opportunity to talk to Coach Brandon Rohr, and we sure apologize for that. But again, tonight would have been one of those interviews that was pretty simple. They built the lead. They played strong. They played well to get that lead. And then Herrick fouled out. They were in foul trouble early on. They got beat on the boards. Cross County was able to make a bunch of free throws, and Amherst didn't score in the last three and a half to four minutes of the basketball game. And they end up uh, falling in the contest here tonight by a score of 43-40 as Cross County scores the final 12 points of the basketball game. And they were all from the free throw line as it was 40-31 in favor of Amherst. Herrick fouled out. I believe it was 40-33 when she fouled out with 2.37 to go. And they really never got, they got one decent look. They had to throw up that three from 35 feet. Numerous turnovers had one drive and shot that did not go. Lash and Cole probably got fouled, but they didn't call that. She might have had a chance to knock down a couple of free throws, but it just wasn't meant to be tonight. 
for Amherst. But the boys, they're still going. It's been a good winner overall. Fun one for Amherst, and we look forward to continuing to follow the Broncos. Amherst boys unofficially will host Hershey Monday night at 6.30. Our high school basketball action here in the postseason brought to you by Nutrient Ag Solutions, Mary Lanning Healthcare, and Husker Power Products. I want to say thank you to Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com, and certified Piedmontese beef. Italian heritage breed, Nebraska-raised perfection, lean, tender, delicious. It's shipped right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. You can order it at cpbeef.com. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, the final score, kind of a long night tonight. It was Cross County 43 and Amherst 40. This is Doug Duda from just outside Stromsburg saying good night, everyone. Thank you for being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.